Welcome to A Jolt of Joy. Are you ready for war? Now, would you ever walk into the battlefield without your armor on? I think not. The odd thing is, the enemy of your soul wants you to go into battle ill-equipped and unprepared for battle. But we are commanded in Scripture to take up the full armor of God. We cannot afford to leave one single piece off. In order to resist the devil, you must take up what the Holy Spirit has provided for you in battle. Welcome to A Jolt of Joy. Are you ready to fight well? This is Carol McLeod, your host on the Charisma Podcast Network. Did you know that as long as you're living this side of heaven, that the enemy will endeavor to engage you in battle? That's right. You know, there is a place where there'll be no more battles, only peace, and that place is called heaven. But while we're still sucking in the oxygen of planet Earth, the enemy will try to engage us in warfare. And you know what? That's okay, because we know that we're on the winning team. Listen, I am determined never to lose another battle that I fight again. And the only way that I can do that is by following the principles found in the Word of God. Now, Ephesians chapter 6 is extremely practical when it comes to fighting battles. Let's begin today with just a little bit of review by reading from Ephesians 6, verse 12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. So the first thing we have to do when we're in a battle is identify the enemy. And your enemy is not your spouse. It's not your children. It's not your boss. It's not the president. It's not the media. Your enemy is the rulers and the powers and the forces of darkness. The forces of darkness are behind every single battle that you face. And then Ephesians 6.13 says this, Therefore, Take up the full armor of God. Listen, let me pause there. That's why we're studying these verses, because I don't want you to leave one part of the full armor off. You know, one one piece of the full armor is not enough. You have to put the entire armament on your life. So that's why we're studying it verse by verse, word by word, piece by piece. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Listen, you don't have to run scared when you're fighting a battle. The plan of God is for you to stand firm. Don't give up one piece of real estate. You stand toe to toe, nose to nose with the accuser of the brethren. And you say, one of us is going down and it ain't going to be me. And then finally, in Ephesians six fourteen, we begin to look at, examine the specific pieces of the full armor of Jesus Christ. Stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. So this verse talks about the importance of two things, truth and righteousness. When you're in a battle, you must tell the truth and you must 
walk righteously. Let's look at truth first. Listen, when you're in a battle, always tell the truth. Don't be afraid of the truth. The truth is what is going to deliver you from the battle. There should be no exaggerations. There should be no deceit, no trickery, and no manipulation, but the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I don't know what your battle in life is, but if you've gone through life knowing that you don't always tell the truth, that sometimes you exaggerate just a little, sometimes you outright lie, this is a good moment to repent and to say, God, I can't do this without you. I need you to help me, to give me the strength to be a truth-telling Christian and then do it, my friend. You know, I came to a point in my life where I just had to say to my father, all right, this is my day. This is the line in the sand. I will never lie again. I will never tell an untruth. I will never exaggerate the facts again to make me look better. You know what? God can use the truth in a battle. He can't use lies or deception or manipulation. If you lie, if you exaggerate, if you deceive, if you manipulate, you're going to lose eventually. You're going to go down. You see, the enemy is deceiving you to trick you into thinking that you need to lie or exaggerate in order to win. But that is a lie from the pit of hell. We believe the Bible. And the Bible says if you want to win, you must tell the truth. Now, truth is found in the Word of God. And so as believers, we must declare our way through a battle. We must find a scripture and declare it, memorize it, sing it, think it, write it out, share it. That is the way to get through a battle in life. So it's truth and righteousness, the twins that help us win every battle we're in. Now let's pause a minute over this word righteousness. You know, when you're in a battle, it's not the time for sin in your life. Ask God to show you if there is any sin in you and then live righteously from this day forward. Honor God, honor your Father, honor Jesus Christ, honor the Holy Spirit with every emotion you allow to come out of your heart, with every word you speak, with every heart attitude, and with every single action. You know, when I'm in the intense heat of a battle, when I wake up in the morning, I often say this, God, show me how to honor you today. Father, I want to live righteously today, even though I'm experiencing the blows of a battle. So this is the way we go through a battle, with righteousness and with truth. Ephesians 6.15, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So in addition to truth and to righteousness, you must also go through a battle with peace leading the way. We fight from a place of peace, which is always a place of trust. You know, the gospel is the word of God, and that's how we navigate our way through life. Let me read Ephesians 6.15 to you one more time. And having shod your feet, so this is what you put on. This is the footwear that you are supposed to put on during the the most heated battle in your life, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel 
of peace. So the gospel is the word of God. And this verse is telling you that you win with peace. You fight with peace. And I have learned in my life that peace is a result of trust. Isaiah 26, 3 says this, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me because he trusts in me. My friend, you must have peace in the battle or you will not survive. Peace is the anecdote for worry and fear. When you're in a battle, now you are going to be tempted to worry and to be afraid, but don't do that. You'll never win if you lamely march through a battle with worry and fear. You will only win the battle if you go through it with peace. And how do we obtain peace? Remember Isaiah 26, 3, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me because he trusts in me. So when you're in a battle, declare, Father, I trust you. I trust you. You're a good, good father. Father, I trust you to work a miracle on my behalf. And when you trust your father, peace will come flooding in. Peace will enable you to maintain your position in battle. You know, the peace that we've been given is not derived from circumstances or from events or from people, but the peace we have been given is the product of trust. We receive the peace of the Father when we declare our complete trust in Him, and He gives us the peace that passes understanding. Philippians 4, 7, and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know, I hear so many people say, well, if I could just understand what God is doing, I'd be okay. No, understanding is not the goal. Comprehension is not the goal. Peace is the goal. The way you receive peace is by trusting Him, regardless of what your circumstances look like. You know, when you're in a battle, you need something or someone to stand guard for you. And Philippians 4, 7 says that peace will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Peace is the greatest guard in all of recorded military history. Worry doesn't guard you very well, my friend. Worry allows the enemy of fear to enter your life. Peace will keep worry and fear out. Peace gives you strength to stand firm. If you don't have peace, take a step back and go back to trust. Say, I trust you, Father. Listen, if you're finding it difficult to trust, then how about beginning with worship? Because when you worship the Father, it will lead you to a place of trust, which will lead you to a place of peace. Ephesians 6.16, in addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. So the flaming arrows of the evil one are going to come at you indeed. Make no mistake about it. He will send troublesome thoughts and unkind words and bills piling up and dysfunctional family members and disobedience. Those are some of the flaming arrows of the enemy that he sends your way. But the shield of faith is your championship game plan. When a believer in Jesus Christ holds up the shield of faith, 
the flaming arrows lose their destructive power. So today, I want you to hold up your shield of faith and you will be a winner. Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can also visit my website at justjoyministries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.